0: Because Sister Karina done already
1: preached. you will preach. <laughs> That's all right. That's what preachers do.
0: Praise the Lord, everybody.
1: Praise the Lord. Somebody praise, God like,
0: you praise God like you want him to show up and show up. He is worthy Woo! to be praised. From the rising of the sun. Woo! going down on the same Jesus is Lord my God my God thanking and praising God for an opportunity that he has given me to speak his word one more time we don't know when the last time gonna be so I'm gonna make good of the time that he has given me Amen. Amen. I noticed that the 21st church anniversary, and they had gave me this theme verse of Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 20
1: yes i
0: need you to keep in mind y'all gave me that
1: all right now so i'm gonna deal with it all right deal with it all right come on, now somebody. come on come on you might not like me when i get Oh with it so we're gonna go to deuteronomy
0: chapter four yes and we're gonna read verses 20 through 24 Is that all right
1: amen
0: if you found it said praise the lord praise the lord, praise the lord. Let's read those of uh, scriptures together. But the, but Lord, the Lord has taken,
1: taken you and brought you forth out of the iron furnace, even out, out of Egypt, Egypt to be, be unto, unto him, him a people of inheritance, as ye are this day. Furthermore, the Lord was angry with me for, for your, sakes, your, your sakes and swear that, that I should not, not go over Jordan. and that that I I should should not go go in in unto that good land which the Lord Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. But I must must die in this land. I must must not go go over over Jordan, Jordan, but ye shall go over over and possess that good land. land. Take heed heed unto yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even even a jealous God. Amen. Father, in the name
0: of Jesus, God, we thank and praise you for your word on today. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord God, to speak your word, God. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, send out anointing in the house. Oh, God, that anointing that destroys yokes. That anointing, Lord God, that calls people to be delivered. That calls them to be saved, oh, God. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, this is the day that you have made God. Now, Lord God, help us to rejoice and be glad in it. Your word is already blessed, God. Bless the man of God to bring forth the word. In the name of Jesus, give your people ears to hear and a heart to receive. In Jesus' name we pray. And let everybody say amen. Glory. Glory. Talk to you a little bit. theme church God's inheritance yes. amen. amen I would like to add just a little bit more to the theme of God's inheritance and that little bit is to the people that are called by his name yeah. so you can't be a part of the inheritance if you ain't called by his name more. Come on now. In a few words, I would say, are you in his will? Come on. Please. All right, now. All right. Let's look at this inheritance thing just for a quick few minutes. Uh-huh. When a loved one dies, uh-huh. you may cry just for a little while. Maybe a few days, but after the tears and dried up the next thing you want to know, was I in the wheel? wheel, wheel. Am I in the right house? And if you know like I know, us poor folks don't have much of a wheel to have. But guess what happens? When they die and we cry, the next thing you hear is mama would have wanted me to have that coat. Uh-huh. Come on now. That coat kept mama warm. Well. Somebody else going to jump up and say, oh, but mama wanted me to have them dishes. Uh-huh. Who got the meat out of the deep freezer? Everybody laying a claim Come on, to what mother had. Mother didn't have very much, but everybody would be saying, mother wanted me to have this, and mother wanted me to have that. Uh-huh. Then somebody would say, well, what was in the bank account? Mother might not have had but a few hundred dollars in the bank account because if you know like I know all poor folks can't have too much money now because they too busy paying bills. But we will squabble over that little bit that mother had It's not going to last us for one day. Just as long as we got something. Am I in the right house? Well, in order to obtain an inheritance, first you must be associated or close kin to the one that owns or possession, the legacy of the estate or the inheritance. Yes. The rule of the law says the property. Goes through the arm of the father, yes. and it is determined by pedigree or offspring. Am I right, Amen. Gentiles? You were not yet have a legal binding uh-huh. of an inheritance from God. The one that had a legal binding was the nation of Israel. Am I in the right house? We Gentiles became an offspring of God by the shed blood of Jesus Christ who now includes us and make it possible for us to be into God's inheritance. Oh, But see this went out to the Jews and the Gentiles when the books of Corona said if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven then that's when you get your inheritance then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will heal their land you can't get God's inheritance just any kind of old way. Come on, come on. Come on now. Therefore, you must be sure that your name is in the numbers. Yes. You know, one thing about it, you can't, you can't blab it and grab it. Come on come on. You can't reach up and grab it. Come on, come on somebody. You got to be in the number. Yes. Huh? not just on the church road or not just a religious preference yo you must be known by the name of Jesus Christ so we are filled with so much arrogancy so to speak that when we pray With great swelling words. We think we get an audience with God. And God ain't hearing none of that. You know why? Because you fail to pray with your heart. Am I in the right house? We have dropped down. To expecting God. To answer us. In any kind of form or fashion that we throw up to him. We forgot about who God really is. We forgot about who's in charge. The nation of Israel forgot about who was in charge of this road. They forgot about who was on, who were running this rodeo. They thought that they were running this rodeo, but guess what? It was God doing the running. It was God that was in charge. It was God that was in charge of the inheritance. Hmm. We have dropped down to giving God instructions. What do you mean, brother? We tell God how we want it. We tell God when we want it. Come on, somebody. And we even go far telling God how we want it to look like. Well, come on now. Amen. And then, know what, Bernard? Then we expect for God to answer that mess. We don't seek his face for directions and instructions come on, come on. because we don't have a love for the work of God. Oh, you got to love this thing. above all you gotta love this thing you gotta love the work of God in order for you to be a part of God this thing here is not a put on it's a come on on. we want God to listen to our wish list but yet have no accountability of how we walk before him and against his word we think God ought to bless us anyhow Hmm. We assume too much about God's love and kindness. Oh, I'm going somewhere, yo. We assume so much about God's love and kindness and his tender mercy because we got this old crazy notion in our head that once saved, always saved, and that's a lie. Amen. But God said, Turn from your wicked ways. You assume that God will not send you to hell from the church. Mm. Before God have a listen. Before God have a hell bound church. He will wipe us all out. And start all over. And the days of Noah says amen. Amen. Come on now. The Bible says, nevertheless, catch this one. The foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. Now, holy, having this seal. When we look at seal, when the, when, when, when the government or the president or Congress put a law in, the next thing, when it's approved, the first thing they do stamp a seal on it it's law amen. amen so here God here said that God the foundation of God stand sure having this seal this law of God it will not change the Lord know it Uh them that are His. so can't be no faking and shaking with him then can it cause he know what's healed and what's not Amen. He knoweth them that are here. Listen here. The seal of God is upon the nation of Israel and it will be forever. If you don't believe it's going to be forever, go to the book of Revelation and you'll see where there were going to be 144,000 Jews saved out of every tribe. God said, I will have a remedy. Mm. So let everyone then he said, let everyone now this is what I'm, what you can't say what saved always say. He said, let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Hmm. Yeah. You are now, church, you are now the property of God. You have been bought with a price. You and I are not our own. Why do we keep trying to operate on our own? Why do we keep trying to uh, do this thing on our own and give God what we want him to have and not what he wants? When we are not our own anymore. The seal has been stamped on you by the blood of Jesus Christ that you don't own yourself anymore. Don't let it be said, you did run well, but who did hinder you from obeying the truth? This persuasion coming not of him that called it you. And then he said, a little leavens leavens the whole lump. So guess what they You saying? If you're going to get this inherited, you got to get all the way in or get all the way out. This sounds like an indictment against the church because, guess what? The sinners can't run well. That was to the church. The sinners don't know how to run well because they have not received the word of God. The sinners don't know how to run well because they don't come up under the blood of Jesus Christ so evidently God was talking to the church it don't matter how you see it wrong is wrong right is right amen choose you this day what God you will serve amen it is either heaven or hell make a choice we got this mindset that we know enough about God because we can quote, quote a few scriptures, huh? Yet we don't walk by. Amen. We become a, like a fussy eater or a meticulous eater. What are you saying? When it comes down to the Word of God, we want to pick and choose what we eat. If it don't sound good, we want to throw it to the side. But guess what? God told the prophet, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then I ate it and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetening. We got to eat the whole roll. We can't choose what part of God's word that we're going to eat and what we're not going to eat. All of the word of God applies to our life. From Genesis to Revelation. Amen. Then the same word that the prophet had to eat. God told him, said, now you go and tell those same words that I caused you to eat to the nation of Israel. He said, but they won't hear you. But you tell them. Sometimes we don't want to hear it, but we still have to tell it. Amen. Because guess what? Those same words going to boomerang right back to us. We forgot that the book was written for our ammunition to keep us from going to the lake of fire. It's not written to the sinner. It's written to the church. The same scriptures you quote would be the same scripture used for your defense or your offense on the day of judgment. All right. God is going to tell you, you remember that scripture you used to quote all the time? Now it's a boomerang right back to you. And you didn't live none of it. All right. Amen. Amen. Because you know why? God said, for the time has come Why are we trying to push the sinner up to the front of the land? Huh? We got that bad, don't we? We won't take the word of God and push the sinner to the front of the land. But God said, the time has come that judgment will begin at the house of God. For if it first begin with us, what shall the end of that be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? God said, we going to scarcely make it in. Uh-huh. You ain't got no room for error. Amen. We ain't got no room to stop. Because he said, even at your best state, we're going to scarcely make it in. Amen. We, the church, are always trying to push the sinner to the head of the line. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But God going to deal with the church first. Right. Mr. and Mrs. He's going to know about us first. You're going to get yours first. Why? Because he that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him it is sin. We have forgotten how to really pray to get an audience with God to change ourselves. We all want to pray to God to change somebody else. We want to stay the same, but we want God to change everybody else. That ain't the way prayer works for you. If, it won't, if your prayer won't change you, what makes you think it's gonna change somebody else? Come on, y'all. Let me go on record and tell you, it's not about you. It's about the kingdom of God. I remember Jesus, the the, the scriptures that Jesus is. The head of the body, which is the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, that in him all things that he might have preeminent. We got to give Jesus first place, y'all. We've been giving him everything but first place. Amen. But we're looking for this inheritance, we're looking to go to glory. Y'all be wanting to tell God, I'm going to glory. I, I, I don't care what you say, I'm going. Yeah, you're going, but you ain't going to stay. Come on, somebody. He ain't going to argue that point. say, okay, yeah, you're going, but will you stay? We got to make sure that we're going to stay. Amen. We, as the church, we have forgotten that our inheritance is not intangible things. We look for our inheritance to be in silver and gold. We look for our inheritance to be in money and cars and houses and clothes. Your inheritance is not, that's what you inherited from grandma. But now you got to look at what you're trying to get from God. I I I want everlasting life. You can have all the other stuff, but give me everlasting life. You can have everything else, but give me Jesus. Yeah. Come on, somebody. I need Jesus. Yeah. I don't know what you need, but I need Jesus. Yeah. Come on, somebody. I can go to heaven with tennis shoes on. I can go to heaven with a of loafers on. But guess what? You can try to go in your high heels, and you might not make it. Come on now. You might try to go in your fur coat, but it might be smoking before you get to the bottom. Amen. Amen. Here where we, the Gentiles, don't realize that we were spoken of even back in the book of Genesis. Oh, y'all don't mind I'm talking to you, do you? I know y'all thought I was going to get up here and hoop and holler, didn't you? Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. God made an everlasting covenant with Father Abraham. You need to know what God said is what God's going to do. God said, Abraham, I will make of you a great nation and will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless you I will curse them that curse you. Good God Almighty. And then what he said, he said that, and it shall, and in your, in your name, it shall all the families of the earth be blessed. All the families of the earth. That included Jew and Gentile. It's not God's fault if you choose not to be a family member. Huh. We choose not to be a family member when we, want, we don't want to stick to the standards of God. Amen. God ain't got a problem kicking us out the family. God ain't got a problem in, in, in revoking our inheritance either. Come on, somebody. No matter how popular opinions say, we're going to do it God's way, there's going to be no way. Amen. Amen. We will not receive the inheritance of God. Just any kind of way. How often God had to deal with our carnal minds before we can get a spiritual revelation of who God really is and to come under a blood covenant with Jesus Christ. God is still having to knock us upside our head so we can get the revelation. Come on, somebody. I'm reminded in the book of the first church you know it's, it's, it's so ironic that even after God started the first church we can't even keep the order of the first church all right. the first church was our pattern we can't even keep the order of the pattern that God set up with the first church come on somebody come on. that on the day of Pentecost yeah. when they were all in the upper room and they were all on one accord and the bible says there came a noise like of every rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house and it said that it was like clover of tongues of fire and it sat up on all of them and they spake with tongues as the spirit gave them utterance I looked at that when I saw all the different nationalities that was in the place on the day of Pentecost everybody there got a message that day to take back home with them they didn't need an interpreter because some spoke in their language huh, and it was a message huh, that was sent from God huh, and they had to take it back home with them. You saying, did nobody understand what they were saying? Yes, it did. Everyone that was there huh, in that on the day of Pentecost huh, heard one of them Jews huh, speaking in their language huh, and they got a message from God huh, and they had to take it back because everybody got to hear from God. Amen. Am I in the right house? Amen. They did just like we do today. They started mocking them saying they is full of new wine They must be drunk. Psalm is saying this is the work of God. Psalm was mocking them. But guess what? The truth still went out. Whether you received it or not, the truth of God's word still went out. Then the boldness of Peter, as he stood up, And he said, "Now these are not drunk as you suppose. But this is what the prophet Joel spoke of in the Old Testament. Come on, somebody. That the God will pour out his spirit on all flesh and his sons and his daughters shall prophesy. You young men are going to see visions, and you old men are going to see dreams. But you know what he said? He said fire and vapor and smoke will be shown before this day come. And he also told them, he said that there were going to be signs in the sky. It's going to be blood. The sun is going to darken that it won't shine. The moon is going to be filled with blood. And guess what? We're seeing it today. But yet still, we don't recognize what God is doing. So Peter, the mom, when he got through preaching, oh my Lord, when he got through preaching and he told him what all that took place, that Jesus went to the grave and on the third day he rose he said now uh, when he rose he rose with all power in heaven and earth And he brought salvation to man. And and then after Peter got through preaching to him, uh, the word of God ought to be able to prick somebody's heart. Uh, The Bible said that their heart was pricked. Uh, And oh, Lord, they said, man, they looked at the 12, uh, Peter and the other 11, uh, and said, men and brethren, uh, what must we do? Uh, And Peter told them, he said, you must repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin that you may receive the gift of the Holy Ghost if you didn't know it that was the beginning of the church Come on. Amen. this wasn't the beginning of your religion this wasn't the beginning of your denomination this was the beginning of the church of the living God Amen. And as he went on and began to study, preach to him. He told him a these few words: "Save yourself from this untoward generation." And the Bible says, "Before the day was gone, over three thousand was added to the church." Come on, somebody. Huh? Somebody got the truth. Huh? Somebody heard the truth. Huh? Somebody yield to the truth. Huh? And God added to the church, huh? such as to be saved. Amen. You talking about this is my church, you better make sure God's signing off on it. Huh? That's Better make sure God's signing off on your name. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? It'd be a mess that you run all, you run well and get to the end and find out that you let somebody hinder you from obeying the truth. Jesus told you in his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these other things will be added to you. But we ain't looking for the righteousness of God. We're looking for the abundance of things. We want God to make us feel comfortable in our own skin. And God ain't going to make you feel comfortable in your own skin. Come on, somebody. He's trying to get you out of your flesh. And you're trying to stay in your flesh. Come on now. You know what I found out? I found out in reading this this book. uh, If we don't let the Holy Ghost... Do what the Holy Ghost came to do. We are a headless church. You are a church that's running around without a head. Hmm. Sound like some horror picture, don't it? Huh? Sound like the the headless rider or somebody, don't it? Everybody running around and ain't got a brain of God. You got got to get out of your brain. You got to get the mind of God. Let this mind be found in you that was in Christ Jesus. You can be the headless church if you want to. You can go on your doctrine and not the doctrine of the apostle. But guess what? God is not endorsing it. Mm. Now, do you think that we can't get caught up in our own ways in our own tradition in our own skin there was a time even the apostle Peter hmm, was praying there was a Gentile named Cornelius oh lord have mercy he was praying and I think the Bible said it was about the ninth hour that he was praying and he went into a trance and an angel of the Lord visited him in a vision and the angel said, Cornelius, your prayers And your arms uh, have reached up to God and have been found favor with God. And what God wants you to do uh, is send down to Joppa to one man called Simon Peter. He's lodging uh, at Simon the Tainer's house uh, and he's going to tell you uh, what to do. But guess what? The man of God can't tell y'all what to do now because you want an angel to come and tell you. If the angel didn't tell them then, he ain't going to tell you now. Hmm. He had to go and send for Peter. Uh, but guess what? Look at God. He had to work on both ends. While Peter was up there praying, well, Lord, and he got hungry, and he went in a trance. And Lord, while he was in the trance, there was a a sheet from four corners, Lord, down to Peter and oh it had all kind of creeping things on it had all kind of four footed beast on it and the Lord spoke to Peter he said Peter why kill killing eat." oh no Lord I don't eat anything unclean I don't eat anything that's polluted and the Lord said Peter do not call anything unclean or common that I I have clean. That's right. The Bible said God did it once. God did it twice. He appeared to Peter three times. And then he took the sheet up uh, with all the four-footed beasts uh, and all the creeping things. Uh, and then Peter still was scratching his noggin uh, or scratching his head, uh, trying to figure out what God showed him. Uh, and God told Peter, uh, he said, there is three men coming uh, that's looking for you, uh, knocking at the door. Uh, I want you to go with them, uh, doubting nothing. Peter got up, went down, and found the men standing there asking about him. And they said, we come looking for Peter, Simon Peter. They said that he lodged here. Simon Peter said I am him that you're looking for And they began to tell him Said our master Oh Lord Cornelius Was praying one day And God spoke to him And told him To send for you That you was going to tell us What we needed to do And so now We're here So then he said It's late in the evening So they lodged with him Till the next morning and they got up the next morning and they started on their way and oh my God, he took some more Jews with him. That was down in that in that part of the city. You know how it is when we go into a strange place. We don't like to go by ourselves. So he didn't know that they was going to be a witness to what was finna go down. My God, my God. So they went on, and by the time he got to to Cornelius' house. Look at Cornelius, he got prepared for what God was going to do. We never make preparations for a move of God, but he went and got all his kin folks. He went and got all his good friends. They was all in the house waiting on Simon Peter. When Simon Peter got there and he opened the door and he fell down and began to worship Peter. Peter said, get up from now man I'm just like you don't worship me but worship God so here they was he said, now we all are here to hear what you have to say because God told us you were going to tell us what to do. So we are all here to find out what you're going to say. Every time you step in the house of God, you ought to be coming to find out what God got to say. Amen. So now, my God you <laughs> know, these women remember <laughs> what his vision was and then he spoke a word he said now I understand that God has no respect the person what he do for one Rob, he'll do for another as Peter began to preach the word of God what did he preach he preached Jesus Christ when he got to preaching Jesus the Bible says that the Holy Ghost fell in the house. Feel them all. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And Peter was marveled and said, my God, we done looked and saw what God did in them the same as he did to us. So why is it that you think the Holy Ghost is for some folks and not for others? Why you think God get a Holy Ghost to one denomination and let every other denomination go unskirted? That's a lie from the pit. Huh? So Peter said, Now, I understand. See, God might show you one thing. And it's totally not even what you're thinking it is. got to get the revelation. Huh? Come on now. Peter thinking about all of these frogs and these worms and these four-footed beasts that was on this sheet was all about food. But it was about people. So Peter, come to the conclusion, now if God gave them the Holy Ghost like he gave us the Holy Ghost, oh, now they then became a part of the inheritance. <laughs> they became a part of the inheritance of God. And then Peter said, well, guess what we can't stop them. you can't go half the way and stop, huh Peter said, now that we see that these folk got the Holy Ghost, can we forbid them water and then he commanded them to all to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't understand maybe it's my intellect. That I don't understand why is it so hard to not understand the name of Jesus Christ? Come on. Come on. Why do we always have to use a substitute title for the name of Jesus Christ? Amen. The Bible said when God spoke on the mountain to Peter them, when he got through speaking, he said, This is my beloved son, whom I am well pleased. Hear you him. Why is it so hard for denominations or leaders of people to think that they know you don't know God like you think you know God? that we can't follow and you know what the the sad part about it God gave a simple plan of salvation and we can't follow it he didn't make it hard to follow he didn't make it out of no mystery a plain plan of salvation and we allow everybody to speak against Jesus Christ face it That's who you're speaking against. You say you love him, but yet you're speaking against him. You say you love him, but you can't get baptized in his name. You're not his. He said, if you have not my spirit, you are not none of mine. Why do we find that so hard to understand? Come on, somebody! But you know, you rather go through about eight or nine books. You rather go through about six or seven different literatures to try to defame the name of Jesus Christ. You don't go for clarity. You go through them to keep from doing it. Huh? Because if you wanted to do it, it's simple. Just go down in the name of Jesus Christ. Because guess what? He is Lord of Lords. And he is King of Kings. And he have all power that is in heaven and in earth. Come on, somebody. And at the name of Jesus, every knee has got to bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What's so hard about that? You know what I found out in reading the book? When you get there, that same Jesus you've been rejecting is the same one you're going to see. Amen. you got to come face to face with him. Come on, somebody. You're going to be looking for somebody else, and you ain't going to see nobody but Jesus. You're going to see him sitting up on the heart with a vesture with blood dipping down, and he's going to be saying, the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. So what's so hard about it? Why we make this thing such a, 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 a so critical that we can't understand simplicity of the gospel? Huh? Amen. Jesus said, "I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. If you don't accept that." At least believe me for the very work's sake. Believe me for what I do, huh? Believe me because I called somebody to get up from the grave. Believe me because I walked on water. Who do you know? Believe me because I turned water into wine. Who do you know done that? Believe me because I called a man out of the grave and said, "Lazarus, come forth." If you can't believe me for what I said, believe me for what I did. I found now that what you do gonna speak for you louder than what you say. Huh? Jesus wasn't full of a whole lot of words to the naysayers, but they had to see what he did. And they tried to find any and all kind of ways to decredit him. Amen. Who do you know? Of a woman that had an issue of blood for 12 years. Couldn't get healed. Spent all the money with every doctor in town. Couldn't nobody heal her and then she finally come to the decision if I can just touch the hem of his garment Lamont, oh my God, you got to understand when a woman is having a female problem and Lord have mercy can't get clean Lord have mercy, that's a smell that you probably don't want to be around but at that point in time that woman said, you can smell all you want, I got to Touch Jesus I, I don't care about what you think I, I gotta touch the man I, So I pushed my way Through the crowd I, And I said if I can just get close enough I, Just to touch the hem Of his garment I, I shall Be made whole Look at that fake word I, I shall Be made whole the woman touched him and uh lord have mercy they said that a stench dried up and oh jesus turned around and said who touched me my god my god is he asking you today Who touched me? Have you reached out and touched him? Until he said, who's that? Oh my God. You got to be able to get into the ballroom. You got to be able to touch God. You got to be able to touch Jesus. Then he'll say, who's that? Oh, that Lamont. That touched me. Is that Coco? That touched me. Hallelujah. Is that Antena? That touched me. He got to know. Who touched me? She was shame. She didn't want the brain come through. And Jesus, she let Jesus know it was me. Oh, he said, be a good cheers, daughter. Your faith has made you whole. What's your faith doing today? Is your, what's your faith working on today? What you working with? Come on, somebody. We know what she was working with. She was working with faith. What you working with? Bring it to a close. Because we got service. Later on today. Amen. You got to touch him. You got to touch him to be touched by him. Oh, y'all didn't get that one, did you? You got to touch him to be touched by him. Jesus is waiting on you. You ain't waiting on him. He's stay on ready. Come on, somebody. You got to get ready. What you got to do is get the dead cats off the line. And you can see Jesus. Huh? We can't see him because we still got those out in our eyes. You can't see God because of your flesh is still in the way. I need you to know today that God is waiting on you. Turn into you the hand of the pastor.
1: Amen. God is waiting on you. His word. Come on, give God a hand for the word of God. Man.